1: If you were watching NBC or rather uh, ABC News on Sunday, you saw that they did, like every other news station, a report about Omar Mateen and the shooting that happened in Orlando, uh, one of the worst tragedies this country has ever seen. And nobody really knew much about the guy. The only information we got about him was from his wife, who now we think might even be a co-conspirator. Right. And the only person I saw that knew him on a personal level was his next guest, uh, Dan Gilroy, who worked with him at a security company, I believe, who also happens to be a guy that I went to high school with. How ironic is that? Very ir- Let- Very ironic. Let's welcome uh, Danny Gilroy to the show. Dan, how are you, dude?
0: Uh, how's, it how's it going?
1: It's going great. Uh, I was very surprised to see you on the news, and certainly under these uh, circumstances.
0: Uh, nobody more surprised than me to be in this position, but not surprised about um, Omar, the committing this crime um he was he was a gentleman that you could say you saw it coming
1: you, you know where what did you guys do together where did you work
0: we were working at the pga which is a pro golf association uh, village south entrance it's a gated community and we were basically the the entrance security
1: and uh and what, what did you, do? was there any special qualifications that you have to get that job, or do they, do they do background checks, or what do they do?
0: The only qualification they required is either military or a law enforcement experience. Right. Um, I was a police officer for 10 years. Okay. And um, after after leaving the job, I wanted something quiet and where I can put up my feet, relax, and basically uh, hide from the world because... Uh, it was pretty stressful. Yeah, I'm sure. And uh, I walked in and sat down my first day at this job and sat down next to the future biggest mass murderer in U.S. history. So how ironic is that?
1: What did he have in his background that gave him the, That was made him able to get that job?
0: He went to the police academy and then for a couple months worked as a corrections officer, but um, they had fired him from that job. Do we know why and he got fired from that job? no um he got fired so quickly that they used the you know the probationary uh, excuse but they never gave an, an, an answer but um you know judging by his personality i, I can't see a, a reason why they would ever even keep him
1: now I, now what was what were the signs i heard you saying on the news that he would use the n-word a lot and he was pretty outspoken about hating people but you seem pretty convinced that this guy was a lunatic what were some of the other things that uh some of the other signs that he
0: exhibited well, Mike, he was I mean, if you saw this guy walking in the mall, you would turn your head and said, "He is going to kill a bunch of people." Why I mean, wh- why? When,
1: give me give me an idea of what uh, what that looks like, so I know, I mean, I, he looks he looks like an average Middle Eastern guy to me when I see him.
0: No, he, his mannerisms. he was always jittery. Yeah. I mean, he was jumpy, um, sweaty. His volume that he spoke was always high, um, always cursing. Um, it, it just, he was like in an agitated, angry state constantly. Do,
1: was there any indication? Cause now the speculation is that he might've been a suppressed homosexual. Was there any indication of that whatsoever? While you spent time with him? I'm not saying you guys were banging out in the security cage. I'm just saying anything ever come up? Did <laughs> you catch him looking at anything a little too long?
0: Uh, well, you know what, M- Mike, there was, there was a, there was, he had traits yeah tendencies he had little tics about him that you might say hmm i wonder if uh, and then but you know there's a lot of people that have those kind of traits and that are you know they're not gay
1: did he but, speak but, ha- hateful of the gays like he did with the other with the other with black folks and stuff
0: very seldom um very seldom but you know what he he might have protested a little too much meaning that he went so far in the other direction
1: yeah that's like usually said. a sign right that's usually the sign um, what, what was the situation with tay hey, he was sending you text messages
0: well that's 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 what makes me think after many months I I didn't work with him per se I was the shift before him right and he would come in and relieve me but he kept coming in earlier and earlier and er- earlier. Just to hang out. So hindsight, you know, what man comes in an hour early to work to hang out with another man? Maybe so,
1: no, you say he might have a hot things. for you.
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: That's all right. He, you can't, um, he said they were coming in and shoot the ass. I had, right, to, I had right. to dump it. That's all right.
0: He, um, and uh, he would uh, basically just talk about current events. Did mostly he se- political.
1: Did he seem like a guy who had no other friends?
0: No, he had he had one other friend that he would constantly talk to on the phone, and it was all about the hate and and and, and he would curse and use the n word and and um he just was constantly constantly. It was it wasn't like it flared up every now and then. Right. This was his persona. This was um, what he was. I mean, residents complained of a loud cursing man that they heard in their car as they drove by. See That's how
1: he was. This is one of the things I, I'm a I'm a gun guy. I have a lot of guns, but this is one of the reasons why as a gun owner and a gun enthusiast, I, I still think that they need to have a little bit more of an investigation on who they're giving guns to because it, you know, it seems like this guy would have been a pretty obvious red flag just based on the behavior that he exhibited in front of you.
0: Well, G4S, we were. This wasn't an unarmed position. We had guns. Right. I mean, we had them issued to us. We carried them in our vehicles. Um, But G4S uh, knew. He had two complaints from not from me. Right. And I did not know at the time. But other people that worked with him accused him of threatening violence, and they called the FBI. Two other people, independent of each other, had made complaints. So
1: violence is so much that they call the FBI?
0: Yes. Wow. Because he was making claims that that he was a terrorist. I mean, he actually said he was part of these groups. Now, with me, he never did that. Right. But I was the third person who heard this. And it it just is amazing that they, they, they just thought that, Mm, this is not something we need to address. This did, is not something that's a, an issue. They
1: did The FBI just, didn't come and interview anybody that worked for your company after the, after the second complaint?
0: I, I was amazed by that when I heard it because uh, they said they investigated. Right. Well, they did not talk to me and I was the only one that ever talked to him but supposedly they investigated.
1: This is uh, was, a gentleman named Dan Gilroy who is joining us. He is a guy that I went to high school with. Who I saw on the news on the uh, on the ABC uh, nightly news on Sunday? How do they uh, how do they track you down? How do they get a hold of you? The news stations in the first place.
0: The I th- I think the local news. Um, I had um, told them the story. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, and then it got out nationally.
1: It's been it's been crazy, right? International news stations are calling
0: you. Oh well, no, <laughs> Mike! They're not just calling me; they're sitting in my driveway as we speak. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, let, me,
1: it's quite, let me ask you about humorous. any any you ever Meet the wife.
0: Um, I saw her twice, but I never met her. Um, I was walking in our local mall, and I saw her at a outside kind of con uh, you know, like an outside event um all i did was wave and kept walking because i didn't want to meet yeah. his family and i didn't want him to meet my family i mean i always knew that this man was dangerous i just tried to keep the peace you know he's the crazy guy at work but you don't want to piss off yeah yeah, yeah. I was just like you know i mean that was basically i was just like hi and i kept walking
1: in high school and, uh, in high school you were that guy you didn't You have potential to be crazy
0: yeah uh, you know what? I, I, I remember that
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that yeah, it's so odd. If you think about it now, if you went back to our high school class and think about it, and I said to you, tell me like the, the two people that you think could be potential lunatics that could like if we read a news story and they said, "Oh, he shot up the place, we'd go, oh, yeah, well, that was the guy. We it's oh everybody always knows who that person is right. when they went to high school. So it's probably easy to identify this guy as a guy who has that potential it's just odd to me that uh, with in a position where you're we're uh, given guns the FBI didn't pay a couple more attention a little more attention to a couple of complaints that he was saying he was a terrorist
0: well the people in his school said that he was cheering and happy and excited at
1: 9/11 right that way I heard you say that on TV that should have been the first sign that that he would have been somebody that they should keep an eye on.
0: Um, but supposedly he passed a background check because the FBI did a thorough investigation.
1: I don't know how thorough it was.
0: Showed up and, you know.
1: yeah, I don't know how thorough it was. Twice they looked at him and twice they let him go and he was able to go out and get guns. And we all know how it ended there. Uh, and do you know anything about the father? Do you ever talk about the father? Uh,
0: yes. The only time I ever met met the father is that he let him in the skated community, which is improper right to go in to try to sell insurance um to to the residents so um and then, of course we got complaints about some middle eastern guy knocking on the doors, and it was his dad but yeah.
1: uh <laughs> nothing about him being a radical or anything like that.
0: Uh, no, no. He kept that completely under wraps, um, which is, again, you know, is is the sign. He did not speak about religion, did not speak about his nationality. He did not do anything that would shine any kind of light on it. He spoke about police and police policy and police tactics. And, I mean, he spent a whole year basically picking my brain for every kind of police issue and tactic, I mean, we talked about mass murder. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you know, because every month or two, unfortunately, there's some kind of event in the United States. And sure. He wanted to know my opinion of that, and you know the, the, you know, how the police react, and and this is not to honestly, this is not a red flag because you know he is he went to the police academy. Right,
1: and you're discussing the topic, you know, things that are happening in uh, in daily life.
0: Right, and plus he's a wannabe. So a wannabe always want to talk about things. Um, And he seemed to enjoy the topic. And, you know, Mike, it calmed him down to talk about police stuff. So if we were talking about, um, like, the St. Louis incident or um, Trayvon Martin or that sort of thing, he, he seemed to be calm. Yeah. Um, it soothed, him, and he wasn't yelling and screaming. So I always deflected the conversation to that, and that's what we talked about.
1: Very interesting. This is uh, Dan Gilroy, a man who uh, knows, uh, knew Omar Mateen, the murderer. Uh, and now, uh, do you, what is your opinion based on everything that you knew and that you're seeing now? Uh, if you just had, a, is he more of a anti-American terrorist or more of a uh, closeted homosexual? And that's where his anger and frustration comes from. A little bit of both. I mean, what would you, if you had to, if you had to use your police uh, training right now to identify what his biggest problem is, you'd, you'd say terrorist more than closeted homosexual?
0: I think the terrorist was, a, it was just a convenient cover for him being crazy. Yeah. Uh,
1: crazy, yeah. Is the, crazy is the key that, that people don't ever really want to say every time there's a mass murder. it's uh, Crazy is the key. That's what they all have in common.
0: Right, he, he found an excuse or legitimacy for his craziness. I mean, yeah. or his insecurity, or or, and you know, I mean, he was raised by a a, a, a mean father who 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 was close-minded and, no. and hated people, and then he turned out, like you said, to have tendencies. I mean, um, when I finally put my foot down, Mike. This is the funny story, and this is the the breaking news that I'm going to give you, but it's not I got a earth scoop. Shattering, Here comes a scoop. It's funny. It's funny. Your show is, <laughs> is that kind of show. He starts sending me text messages, and my phone's beeping all night long. And I'm next to my uh, girlfriend, Colleen, and she's looking at me like, um, who are you ignoring? And yeah. who's been texting you all night long? And I'm like, you know, oh, nobody, honey. And after like 15, 20 times, she's giving me that look like, you know, you're in trouble. And and then finally she says, what's going on? So I pick up the phone. I'm like, listen, it's not a woman. Relax. It's just the guy I work with. He's kind of a little crazy. And so she's like, let me see. So she starts reading the text messages. And, and I'm like, look, it's just him. He's mad because I, I told him I don't want to talk to him no more because he's, he's crazy and I just want him out of my life. Right. And they start going, they start to be rambling text messages about, I thought you were my friend. You betrayed me. You know, nobody, nobody does this and gets away with it. And You're lucky he didn't kill on you. and on and on. Right, well, yeah. So you She think- looks at me and says, tell me the truth. And I'm like, I am telling you the truth." She goes, "No, did you sleep with this man? I was gonna uh, say he sounds
1: like a, he sounds like a jealous ex-girlfriend.
0: Yes, what she said? She goes, "This man sounds like you just dumped him. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I didn't look at it that way, but um and, and after about an hour, and then of course, he kept calling. the next day came, the next day came, eighteen calls in one day from this guy. Holy cow. And and so finally, you know, and I wanted to keep her in the loop because, you know, now I wanted to be honest and open. And she starts to cry and get upset. And she says, this is scary. You don't seem to think this is you think this is funny and this is scary. I go, this is just he's just crazy. So at that point in time, when I got my girlfriend crying in my house and G4S, not caring, not doing anything about it. I said I'm done and I quit. And so that was a year ago.
1: That's actually the reason why you left the company is because you didn't want to associate with that guy anymore.
0: Yeah, and because the company just did not care and they didn't want to move me. So at the end, when I had a blow-up argument with the supervisors down there for being, I called them a piece of something. Yeah. I called them a liar. I called them incompetent, and and, and they still just were like, "Well, you know, we 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 he, 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 we have to have a lot of proof we." because he's Muslim before we do anything. Yeah, you don't want to open and yourself I, up to lawsuit. Said, well, you don't, yeah, they don't want to open themselves up to a lawsuit. So I said, well, move me out of there. And then, you know, they were like, well, that just costs money to train people. And, and I said, you know what? Well, you can train somebody to replace me because I quit. Wow. You know. And, he, he called you
1: 18 that? times in one day? You guys, you must yeah. be great in bed.
0: very <laughs> <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> You know what uh, the police removed abc from my driveway because they questioned me <laughs> about that yesterday and it got hot so um yeah i was uh is there any uh, so
1: so i mean think about it for your for your own girlfriend who i mean i don't i haven't seen dan since high school i don't I have no idea what his sexual tendencies are but he clearly has a girlfriend uh, do, for her to ask out of the blue if there was any gay stuff going on between the two of you, had she had any other indication before? Or she was p- totally basing that on him being obsessive.
0: Uh, on the text message. Yeah. Holy, says, no man. She says no man calls another man eighteen times. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, he was. Well, he was crazy.
0: Uh, and, and <laughs> can't say that, <laughs> can't that word. Can't say
1: that word. Uh, uh, she, sorry yeah no that's Um, all right he um, he you may have been he may have been in love with you you might have been the thing that sparked the whole the whole anger
0: no because it's been a year it's been a year since i left there so broke
1: his heart dang you you (laughs) broke his heart
0: i i i I, you know you a lot of people say after seeing me on the news that I'm I'm a looker, so maybe you told me the same thing. <laughs> what did you do
1: after high school? I know I ran into you one time in Newport Richie of all places, and I mm-hmm. and I saw that you were there. And then I think, it, didn't you run for some city office or something?
0: Yes, I did. I run for a councilman, and, um, and then um, I started uh, running restaurants, and then I became a cop. And... Um, I, and and then and then and then you're gonna you're gonna laugh because you're gonna remember the incident. But I had an incident on the hood of my car with a with a, a female yeah. who got pep- pepper sprayed. And and let me just say this: that community did not appreciate that. And um, <laughs> I I, and, uh,
1: I said to my brother-in-law when I saw you on TV, I go, so he, I go I don't. He's a cop. He was a cop. I go I don't I remember him getting in trouble for something.
0: Yeah, it wasn't any trouble. I mean, I did nothing wrong. Yeah. But you know, it was one of those things I was, I was completely guilty for being right. Yeah. And, yeah. And you know, and it was the media coverage that that did me in because, the, the the police department, the community, didn't care when it happened. Six months went by. Well, then the news got involved, and then all of a sudden it was an issue.
1: Yeah, that's what we so, do. And
0: well, you know, it's 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 what the world we live in. I mean, I don't blame the press.
1: So you have, uh, um, you have kids now?
0: Yeah, yeah. I have, I, I have children, and you know, that's the scary part. Yeah, I, mean, I was
1: going to say, know, now this psychopath obsessed with you. If you have kids, it'd even be more of a reason to get away from
0: them. Well, that, that's, a, that's the funny part. And yeah. you know what? I, I, the, I still think about my mindset was, I am just going to go put my feet up, sit in this little shack, I'm going to be reading a novel, I'm going to relax, and let all the stress flow out from, you know, because I, I, you know, I worked murders and rapes and just disgusting stuff for right. ten years, in, in one of the worst cities in Fort Pierce, and I wanted just to relax for a little bit, and 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 day one I got to meet the the future mass murderer Jesus. of all history. It, it's like, how is that possible, Mike? Did yeah. I just walk in and sit down next to this guy? I mean, I, I'm just like.
1: I oh, know it's it's crazy.
0: The luck is just
1: we, we for some, some reason hard our hard our high school class was tied into a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, the uh, years ago there was a police officer who uh, shoved the broomstick <laughs> up a guy's butt. Oh. Now, that was one of you our know what Mike? Yeah,
0: you saw that coming too because he was a sadistic person <laughs> back then in high school.
1: Oh, I like Justin. His brother was crazy, but Justin was all right. But yeah, I don't know he, but he wasn't. Yeah, he it was. But his mother. Was one of our teachers, and she could have been like a. Uh, she was the sweetest lady in the world. Yeah, and uh oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, there was so yeah. many. There's been so many stories right now the principals making national news for threatening people. Out. It's it's crazy. It's just a weird. Uh, we had a we had a, a priest in our school who used to be a masked wrestler who went on to uh, be a uh, child molester who tried to kiss Mike Rinaldi on the mouth when. Wow. When he drove him home from Eddie Jensen's graduation party, we had a lot of crazy things happen. I think that's the uh, the uh,
0: scene from Billy Madison. Yeah. No, it's Father <laughs> Quigley. I'm telling you right now. You you want to hear something funny? Well, he used to use, he used to take confession, and I never thought about anything at the time because we were naive kids. Yeah. But you'd go in there and say, Listen, I broke into the neighbor's house, I stole the car, I set something on fire, and he'd say, That's great, but did you masturbate? Tell me about that. Oh, oh. really? Yeah, yeah. That's a sin. So you need to disclose that to me.
1: In and, my ear. And, and, whispered and yeah, in my ear.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But you, but she never thought anything about it at the time. Holy, so he used to do that all. You know, yeah. He was a real
1: like a huggy, touchy-feely guy, and we were like, hey, father quickly. He had no idea that yeah. he was that he was in the corner later on a night under his robe. She looked like Friar Tuck.
0: Oh, okay,
1: well, uh, I gotta tell you, this is a weird, certain, uh, horrific turn of events, and uh, weird that I, we know anybody associated with this guy. But I appreciate you coming on the air. It was good to catch up with you. I'm sorry that you that you have to have association with it because now. Uh, News is going to want to talk to you for for the next couple of weeks yeah, but, till they figure out what's going on. Yeah. yeah,
0: they're all over the place. They're all over my family's house, relatives' house, ex girlfriend's house. Which is okay. They can stay at her house. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> so uh, if I was
1: her, I'd be like, I'm pretty sure they were in
0: love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, uh, I know it's funny now, but at the time, I was like, oh, this this is just great. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I need. So now, not only do I know the mass murderer. But he had a homosexual crush on me, too. Right.
1: And you know it's going to be on the cover of... They're going to have a little picture of you on the cover, and, and it's going to be like, was this the guy Omar Mateen was in love with? Uh, uh, right. Homosexual yeah. lover with a question mark? That's going to kill you.
0: Yeah. yeah it, like, Could it be... You know, you're 50 dead people, and I knew this guy. And you think, how could it get any worse? And yeah. you think, it can't get any worse. No, it can. Until they could accuse it you can. of being his lover. <laughs> Yes, exactly.
1: Although I gotta be honest with you, if if you were his lover, you should admit it now instead of waiting weeks for them to uncover it. So if you want to come clean now, this is your last chance. No,
0: no, no. It's, all just, right, uh, it's just definitely straight. <laughs> um, you know, definitely straight, and it's probably
1: all the guys that we thought might have been number, all the guys we thought might have been gay in high school are gay. Like yeah. no like when I got on Facebook and I see somebody's gay, I don't go, "Oh my God!" I go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much thought he was gay. Dan, not one of those guys. Right. He'd be a guy I'd be surprised if I found right. out. Right. Well, uh, listen, I I seriously appreciate you uh, taking the time to come on the air. I know a lot of people want to talk to you, and I uh, thank you for that. And it was good to catch up with you. And I'm I'm glad you're safe.
0: Uh, I'm glad I'm safe too. I probably wouldn't be doing this if, if the guy wasn't dead, and, and yeah. I wasn't sure that he was just a. You know, just just a crazy man, because I mean that it, it, that's that it, it's very. And we know we're joking around now, because that's just where we're from and how we are. But I mean, it is it is a tragedy. I sure. Mean, um, you know, we we, we kind of laugh in the face of, you know, it's how you cope time. with things. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 where we're from. And how and and you know, sometimes it gets us in trouble. I'm sure you know what I mean, Mike.
1: Oh yeah. Um, oh, believe me, I've been in my share of trouble. I I uh, did learn a lot of things today. We certainly learned that uh, Omar uh, has had terrorist tendencies self-proclaimed since Dan knew him uh he was uh, a little bit of an obsessive lunatic and that Dan is a great kisser those are the oh. things we learned today <laughs> <laughs> Dan thank you I appreciate you coming on it was good to catch up with you
0: yes Mike anytime all right anytime and, you- and now you owe me lunch because you know um I am a popular guy, and you did kind of win the media lottery by getting a hold of me. But you Listen, know, I right am around?
1: I am straight, Dan. I'm anything. sorry. I cannot go on future dates with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, hey, if you ever find yourself over here in this area, I'd love to catch up and take you out to lunch, yeah, man.
0: Uh, you know what? I am trying to get on the Anderson Cooper show, so I don't know if that that says anything.
1: Yeah, I, I can... Uh, well, yeah, sure it does. He must be like, oh man, this guy was enough to set Omar crazy. Anderson, <laughs> Ray, he's a, he's a New York guy. He's got a sight set on you now. You wear that collared shirt you wore on TV. He's like, row, row. Uh, I'm I'm teasing you. Thank you, Dan, and I. If you ever this way, let's catch up.
0: All right, thanks, Mike. All Have right, a good
1: pal, day. You too. There you go.
0: Steve and Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination. Shop, compare, and
1: save at the Golden Diamond Source.
0: 3,800 Ulmerton Road.
1: Or online at goldendiamondsource.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need.